back again. Ooh, welcome back. Brand new season. Brand new season. Episode four. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Season, season four. four. Yes. Episode one. Exactly. <laughs> I like Jumping it. Jumping ahead of myself here. <laughs> yeah, the person we have on uh, episode four is going to be like, this is episode four. <laughs> Shit. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Clear the Haze. Um, got oh, another yes. fantastic start to a year. Yep. First of all, we made it. Made we it to made 2020. It. It's um, 2020. We're doing big things this year. Yes, we are. Year started off strong. Year has started off amazing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, can't believe it's already, you know, what is it today? January 21st? Uh, the 22nd. 22nd. Yeah, yep. dude. It goes by fast. Super fast. Like, like honestly, we, w- this break was like, what break? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. TBH, TBH. So we took a small little break to mm-hmm. start the year off. Cause I, I mean, we were, you were just in New York, first of all, which was yeah, awesome. I was just out there in NYC in the Big Apple. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, get? Yeah, we uh, we were up there in Bronx. Shout out BX. Shout out Jesus and Mero. Nice, nice. We were from BX too, but uh, Bronx was chill. It's just super far from everything. Like mm. that, you always think about New York being a small space just with tons of people, and it is. But it's still large as 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 small as it is. It's still really big. Like yeah. the Bronx is all the way uptown. You got to go like an hour at least just to get from like Midtown to Midtown Manhattan to the Bronx is like an hour on the train. Wow. Do but you, uh, Uber is the same. Yeah. The Uber. Well, I mean. Are you taking the subway over there? Or do you have to take the path? I think the path is only to New Jersey, uh, right? Yeah, the path is to New Jersey, but the MTA is in uh, is all over New York, and we just took the six train, go straight up and down from Bronx. To, but, that, but that's kind of cool that it's connected that way. That yeah, you can it's do that, real right? chill, and honestly, it's it's not that bad once you get used to it. Like I'm not a public transportation tra- taking kind of guy, so it was a it was. Uh, an true. adjustment for me. However, it was a quick adjustment, and honestly, two seventy five is expensive. But two seventy five, I'll spend two seventy five over a hundred bucks on an Uber. Yeah, any day because Ubers are dumb expensive. Did they have the option over there though to take the helicopter? Because I know they. Oh, I, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even see it. You didn't see it. I didn't oh, okay. see it. No, maybe I, I have to be standing in like a certain area, Central Park, Upper East Side, or something, something like that. Yeah, because I know they rolled it out in New York where you yeah. can use the helicopter, and I was like, that's kind of dope. Well, because you know they're they're like if you have a car in New York, you can't just up and start Ubering. You you're not allowed. You have to be a member of a driving service, and you have to have like. Uh, really uh, yeah you gotta have a license with your picture on it in the car from this service that represents new york and it's essentially just a taxi service but it's the same people they, they were like we gotta make our yeah. cut bro new yeah. york was thriving on taxis you can't really remove it but it's like screw taxis they're they're racist know, they're expensive people it are sucks. rude as fuck most of the time rude yeah Dude, one, one time before i went to new york i was in new york a decade before that and, and in 2010 I was it was like blizzard and cold as shit and I went to get in this Uber or not an Uber Uber didn't exist then I went to get in a taxi a yellow cab and this like Arab guy was just like no no I'm I'm closed I'm off for the night I'm off and I was like okay fine you're off and then this white couple walks right next to me 
says, hey, can, can you take us to wherever? He's like, yeah, yeah, get in. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, bro, you just <laughs> told me that you were off for the night. Bro. Like, just told me. And sure enough, he was lying and racist. And I don't know, I, I like hulked out and punched his window. But <laughs> I would have. He like zoomed off and stuff. What an asshole. I know. It reminds me of recently our buddy up Spain. He literally went to Spectrum to go pay his internet, right? At the store. Gives them 130 bucks. They're like, oh, okay, you should be good. He gets home. He calls them because they didn't activate it at the store, which I was like, that's a little weird. I thought they should do that at the store once you pay. Mm -hmm. So he has to call them. He calls them. And then the person on the phone's like, oh, you still have a remaining balance of $160. We can't turn your internet on. And he goes... Yeah, but I was just at the store. Nobody told me nothing about right. 160. I would have paid it right. if you would have told me. And he's like, what is this? The lady on the phone, he has it on speaker. She goes, there's just nothing we can do for you today of turning your internet. Man, dude, this man was livid. He was furious. He was like, are you kidding uh, yeah. me? Right? Like, I just went to the store and paid. I don't want to, like, I had to take Ubers over there and all this shit. He, he waits like 10 minutes, calls cu- their customer service for Spectrum again. A guy answers. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, Oh, bro, you should have no problems. I'll turn your internet back on right now. Like, who yeah. told you anything about having to pay anything? And I was sitting there listening to this thing, and I'm like, yo, this lady 10 minutes ago just told us, oh, there's absolutely nothing we can do for she you. She was lying. But she was lying. I think, I think the 160 was bullshit. They, she was yeah. just trying to get more money out of him. Probably. And was waiting to, for him to be like, oh, let me pay with a card. But he doesn't do cards. He does cash. Mm-hmm. So it's like... You fucked up in that situation, yeah, yeah. but it also f- fucked up on the end of the the, the company Spectrum. Like, but you know what? That honestly, she could have been scamming. I think so too. And like you know? taking his credit card information down, charge him for one sixty, even though the one sixty is going straight to her, and mm-hmm. he's going to see a charge for one sixty, yeah. and not expect anything. Oh, there's a little it. square reader, maybe on the right, account exactly, you have Spectrum exactly. ID number, whatever, because you, you can just you create can name something, it, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, dude, that's actually a really ingenious because like you, fucking. You scam. remember Shay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Shay. She yeah. was just here. She went back to South Carolina, but she was working at Verizon at the call center in in Columbia. Nice. And the they just fired like over a hundred people because no. this woman got taken out by the FBI. Wow. Because she had created a she had created a, a a nonprofit charity under the guise of Verizon and Verizon was she was saying like Verizon will match whatever you put into the charity, but she wow. was keeping all that money. So it was all fake. It was all fake. She, she made their name. seven million dollars. <laughs> Which is like, why are you still working there? But yeah, I mean, exactly. if like, you were making seven million dollars over bro. all this time, after I made one million, I'd be like, you know what, Verizon, mm-hmm. it's been great, but like, I'm out. It's been real, yo. I'm, yo. I can do, and then I can get and, all. I can start my dreams, dude. With this and, million. At that point, I, but I would change my identity. Like, if I had a million dollars, <laughs> I would probably change my identity because it's like, yo, you, like, dude. The FBI was probably already sniffing. They were already watching you know? her. But as soon as you get that first mill, they were probably already sniffing. But what she probably did is she probably had it on, like you said, a nonprofit account. So she, it's all on the side, not really connected with her. Yeah. But then I'm sure once seven million dollars gets racked up, you know, someone's gonna be like, "Yo, yeah. let me audit this and see if the numbers are legit." That's why that's you what need happens. shell accounts, man. You need shell accounts and you need offshore accounts. So you need shell companies to funnel through shell LLCs and then 
shell accounts and then you just transfer 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 you don't even know where it is and by the time it's found you're already gone next account boom 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 yeah but you didn't get that advice from us here at clear the haze it's just common sense if you're gonna be a criminal like that exactly seven million dollars there's a there's a whole subreddit called um there's a subreddit called legal life pro tips and then there's a subreddit called illegal life pro tips Mm -hmm. and i remember i was like when i found that out i was like wow this is the internet is vast yes and the fact that this website just lets you have both where people are just commenting real shit where they're like you can get away with this this is a crime i'm teaching you how to be a criminal i was like this is kind of interesting it's legit it's legit if we were in china we couldn't even see that no 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 if you were in china and even looking for that they would immediately flag you yeah that's the craziness executed organs harvested shit you're gone like mm-hmm. that's and that's the crazy reality of China, you know. I I feel like enough people don't talk about China. I know some a lot of people do, but I feel like we don't think about it. I think about it maybe once or twice a week. Nah, some weird you know? stuff but it's, going on. It should on be in really China, daily. Man. Like you should be like, yo, those people over there could be suffering. And like, they are suffering. You know, I mean, it's they are so suffering. many like, of them. There's so there's and, so and many people bound to a hierarchy system. <sighs> I know. It's and, like, ugh, dude. Imagine a, a United States point system. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, we couldn't survive. That's people, why parasite people, was so good. Did you watch Parasite? No, no, I haven't. I think it's I have. Oscar nominated movie, fantastic. You should watch it when oh. you get a chance. But what is it about? What is it about? Uh, I haven't so heard too much about it's, it. It's I thought it was gonna be like a disease type movie, but no. The the Paras- so Parasite is about this this poor family, and one person in the family is working with this really wealthy rich family, and they're like super poor, like. Poor, poor. Like, yeah, like bottom like, of the barrel. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory poor. <laughs> Oof. And yeah, they're not Chinese. They're Korean, but <laughs> same thing applies. And uh, uh, so one per- the after one person is starts like working with the family, then that person gets the next person to work with the family. And slowly but surely, they start finding this entire family, this mom, dad, son, daughter uh-huh. they they're adults but they're poor they're living together they go to work with this family so the dad becomes the driver somehow finds a way to replace the driver and the mom plants the seed in the wife's ear that hey the driver is, is oh, sketchy shit. so the family's slowly infiltrating they're, they're this slowly family. infiltrating this family mm, yes yes that sounds super and the mom becomes the nanny and, <laughs> and kicks out the nanny that was already there but the nanny that was already there was like whoa i've been in in this house like longer than this family wow like i was i was the nanny in this house for the family for the before family before Ooh-hoo! that built this house damn so it's like i'm not going anywhere yeah, this yeah. isn't right this something's going on yeah. and she finds out that surely enough this woman that replaced her her entire family now works for this family. <laughs> Shit. And she's like, that's, that's not right. And then long, I don't want to give the movie away because it's really good. Oh, it sounds Everyone great, watch man. it. But yeah, honestly, go it was that. a trip. And the, the parasite essentially became the family mm. sucking off of yeah. this other family. Wow. It's it's a super good movie, dude. I mean, it won. I think it won best foreign picture. Yeah. Uh, So it doesn't surprise me because that's nominated for Golden Globes, nominated nominated for Oscars. Oscars, Yeah. 
I'm a, I think he'll win. I think that sounds so creative. You know what? His acceptance speech was actually my favorite because he said, um, if you get past the two bars of lines that are on the screen, you can open yourself up to a whole new world of cinema. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's so true because it's like that's subtitles. What, um, you know, Parasite had uh, subtitles? or Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, but that's fantastic though, because yeah. you get to hear them naturally speak, and I and feel like it's more real. Feel like oh, I'm reading this, like you were engaged. Oh, because it was so fucking movie. interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love movies like that. It I used was to super good. I when I was in Peru, my um my aunt used to actually introduce me to Korean dramas, and I used to watch like I watched the whole season of one, like really? legitly got hooked because she was like, "Look, just go, look around, you'll find one that actually interests you," and it was um. It was super interesting. It was like a, I think it was about a prep school and the way that they just manipulated each other was yeah. just insane. Yeah. Like the things they would say behind each other's back were so poisonous. You were like, oh my <laughs> God, these people are horrible. You know, like imagine being in a friend group like that where yeah. it's like nobody ever talks anything good about each other. It's just anytime I get this chance, I'm going to one up myself and make somebody else look lower. Than <laughs> me. And it's like, oh man, it just, it was fantastic. And then the teachers got in on it yeah. and like everybody at the school was a scumbag. So yeah. it was like, it was, it was just a really interesting show the That's way they the did thing, it. That's the thing, man. I think Hollywood and just studios in general don't, or distributors really, just don't understand. I think they devalue an international film because it's not in English, and they think people, they, they underestimate the public, really, because a good story is a good story in any language. and. Mm. You don't have to be able to read super fast and follow subtitles to understand a good story because it translates with or without audio. But that being said, I, I, I'm rooting for Parasite to win because that guy, he has, he has good quotes. He has the quote you just said. And then he, had, he, he mentioned something. He was like, yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're like an international film, whatever, but you know the the Oscars is a local competition. <laughs> and, Damn, and it and it really is when you think about it because it's all just like California and in Hollywood based. We're not giving Bollywood movies. stars awards. No, no, we're not giving Nollywood awards. And Nollywood makes the most movies out of anyone. Bollywood, so it's yeah. like no Nollywood, Nollywood, which is Nigerian, Niger Hollywood. Nigerian Hollywood. Yes, wow, yes, dude. they're pumping it out. Like they pump it out, and because they pump out so many films, you get all these cheesy, low-grade films that are just more hilarious than serious. But they like there's a market. Some movies are really good. Some Bollywood movies are really good. So it's like you got to be willing to to give a chance on a good story and not want to see yourself reflected and by yourself i mean the j old jewish men that run hollywood yeah yo um speaking of movies and well i guess television now because i'm about to bring this into it but um mm -hmm. we reached a new peak last year um we didn't get to say this in the last episode because this statistic just came out yes 532 scripted television shows last year were made wow 532 wow that's a lot that's a lot that's a new peak we reached a new peak of tv so if you're a writer out there you have a very strong chance of writing, selling, or being involved mm -hmm. with a show. Yeah. And there's nothing that should stop you because there's over 500 shows on TV right now. Isn't that wild? And counting. Because and counting. everyone's still looking for more, content. And more people are getting into it, you know? And I actually saw a demo of Quibi, um, which I, th I believe we've talked about here before. It's a new service that's going to come out. I believe it comes out in November. Um, and, and basically, you can be watching a movie vertically 
right like vertically on your phone and right. you can literally just switch your phone horizontally and it would be the same show just shot a, a completely different way yeah and it's like you can switch back and forth as much as you want getting different angles of different characters and like and it's cool and they're saying obviously people are not going to be flipping their phone all the time but it's kind of a cool are feature. You, are you saying like it'll go like 16 by 9 or you'll just see a totally different angle in the same film? It'll so they'll it, reshoot it twice. They'll, well, they're basically shooting it twice either way uh-huh. because they're shooting it a vertical uh, with like a vertical style specifically made for this. But they're also shooting the different way. But I think what you're what you said first is also correct, that it's the same shot. It's the same story being told. But it's just almost like a more like obviously if you go vertical, you're going to get a little bit more zoomed in on the face instead of a wide shot. You're going to get a zoomed in shot of what you're watching. But it's still, you know, you can watch it on your phone either way. But the whole service has been created specifically for your phone. So that's why that service is available. So it's kind of cool because they're standing out in a sense of making something different. But in my opinion, I, I still think like. Like, I'm just excited to see what they come up with because they're saying they're going to have like five minute shows, five minute things like that to where it's quick, but it's shot this way. And I think I mean, I'm excited to see what it, when it comes out. I think it could I, there. You know what the guy said? There's two presidents. There was one from PayPal and I think the other one's eBay as well. So, you know, similar companies owned by the same people. But, you know, they came up with this and they raised the billion dollars. And the one of the guys was like, all, all I'm waiting for is the launch. And then the other one said. And then after the launch, that's when I come in because I'm all the all about the data. Yeah. And I just look at data all day. And I just say, What's okay, being used? how many exactly? How many people are watching this video? Which videos are being watched the most? Mm-hmm. Are people actually flipping their phones? How many times during yeah. a, a, a show are they doing it? You know, is that enjoyable? We'll see. So that's very interesting yeah. that the guy is just like talking about it on this article. Like I'm just only solely focused on data. I don't care about yeah. content or creating whatever. I'm about the data, and then I inform. Them them and they make the content yeah. i mean on, i like know? that idea too it's a it's a good idea i do feel however they're gonna have to end up changing that name to something more relatable like instantly you, you think? look at it the name and you well you well they it. think quibi because it's like quick bite tb like, like oh, okay. quick bits, okay. you know, like quick it, bits. yeah, quick bits, you know. So it's, it's just, they shortened it to Quibi. Okay. Um. So I kind of yeah. It, okay. It, well, with that back, with that knowledge, that then it makes a little. It, it fits a little better, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah. how did you land on Quibi? Because like it would be dope to watch, but I just watched Bad Boys, uh, for life, uh, the third movie in the franchise, and it. First of all, it was amazing. Everyone should go see that. I'm as gonna well. go watch it, bro. I'm so excited. It was amazing, and Will or Will Smith is good. He's back to being Will Smith. But Martin Lawrence, bro, remember. how was Martin Lawrence? Martin Lawrence was solid too. However, he he was still overweight when they were shooting this, so he looks really fat on camera, and uh, <laughs> he he doesn't have a lot of lines like no, like Will Smith has like a, an entire subplot all about him but in, anytime you see martin on lawrence, uh, martin lawrence on on screen it's pretty much pertaining to him and his family and if he if the only time he had screen time alone was towards the very end was um, and it was for like <laughs> 30 seconds oh yeah. was, was he at least funny yeah no he's he's funny he's okay. funny still i mean 
He's, you can just tell, like you could just tell they were more focused recently, on Will though, Smith. Yeah, it was more focused on Will Smith, and you'll see at the end of the movie, like, wow, this is really focused on Will Smith now. Oh, okay, but oh uh, wow, okay. yeah, yeah, so, bad boys for life. Yeah, so it, if you look at Martin Lawrence now, he's he's lost some weight. He's about to go on tour. Nice doing comedy again. I'm happy. Um, for him. And they announced that Bad Boys Four is going to be in production as well. Ooh. Because like they, this was supposed to have been the final one, but it was so good, so good that it's getting the the right. the Fast and the Furious treatment right Ooh, now. Ooh, nice! So That's they're good. going, they're doing a fourth. Everyone's signed on for another one, even Martin Lawrence. Good, which is like wow. Because honestly, if you get if you get a first of all, those two guys are going to get a twenty million dollar check off the rip. Yeah, off the rip, yeah. simply because we can't do it without you. Fourth one. Fourth, this no, this third one just now. They, they got twenty million off the third one. Yeah. Oh, so they're getting maybe twenty five. I'm man, sure even Will Smith get, gets box office. Oh yeah, because he's Will Smith, and I'm sure Martin will get box office as well, simply because he was. What's well, their fourth film? I think at this point you negotiate even now. Deeper. Yeah, now they're gonna get an even more box office, and with the spinoff that's definitely coming. Mm. Um, maybe a TV show. And you'll understand why I say a spinoff is coming when you see it, but um, I'm excited. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be legit. I feel like you really. I good. feel like you've done such a good job of not spoiling anything. Yeah, but just like very much teasing me on. Yeah, it. and man. I'm like, damn, I'm interested. Honestly, it was good. And if you guys can see it in 4DX, I saw it in 4DX with Toby in New York, and it was dope. Yo, it was like wind spurting on you and water and. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of comedy, I want to read this really quick article. It's a, it's two slides of uh, the page. It was great because it was a perfect article. Two screenshots. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy shares the bad comedy advice he got from Rodney Dangerfield. Right, Rodney Shout Dangerfield. Out Rodney. Great, great comedian as well. No respect. Right? Um, so. This is this has started. It says it was on Vulture.com. It says not many comedians have the luxury of getting comedy advice from a superstar when they're still young and starting out in their career. But when it comes to Eddie Murphy, pretty much nothing about his early years doing stand up is typical. In a new video for W Magazine, Murphy had a great story to share when asked about the worst advice he's ever received, in which a then teenage Murphy, whose act was really dirty and full of edgy racial stuff, asked Dangerfield to watch him perform at a Florida club, not only to be told by the comedian afterwards, as Murphy retells it, hey kid, I don't know where you're going to go with that, the language and the race stuff, right? Yeah. And, and so then it says, despite being crestfallen over Dangerfield's reaction, Murphy opted not to change his act, and just a couple, couple of years later, he joined the cast of Saturday Night Live and found mainstream success with his stand-up. As luck would have it, Murphy later ran into J Dangerfield in the Caesars Palace restroom in Vegas, where their previous advice session came full circle. Rodney Dangerfield comes to the urinal ne right next to me, Murphy says, and I look over and he looks at me and he says, hey, who knew? Sometimes the best advice is just the is just bad advice you've got to prove wrong. And I was mm. like, damn. The that's dope right like that's yo dope. the fact that this guy was like i fucked up man right right like, like that makes me respect him even more right like, like I, when i read that i was like damn rodney dangerfield man yeah. like that like, you were a legend man i thought he was gonna be like a dick about it like oh you know you, you're never gonna make it kid but yeah. he was he kind of was but then he was like damn you proved me wrong yeah, you so proved like me wrong. shout out you 
the best advice is just the bad advice. You've got to prove it wrong. It's just bad advice. Prove it wrong. That's yeah, all you got to yeah. do. And I just, uh, yeah. while, while we're on this note, I wanted to read this. I, th- I took a screenshot from my friend Deshaun. He uh-huh. posted this on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Okay. And it said, you are a badass. If you want to be a real rock star in the manifestation department. And I was like, damn, okay. Yeah. I said, get to the point where you have both unwavering faith and unwavering gratitude for that which you desire. This is where the real magic happens because mixing faith and gratitude is the high holy moly of manifesting. I was like, yo, mm. this mm. came out. I'm like Monday, January 20th, 2020. Look at the mm-hmm. 2020 20 right there. Boom. And then you get this where it's like telling you gratitude and faith. Yeah. Mix it together. Yeah. You can go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just it's I, just that manifestation. It's the belief, which is the faith. That what you put into the atmosphere, universe, God, whoever you believe in, it's going to listen to you and it's going to really help you grow because this is what you want. You put intention behind it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you, you decided to put the intention behind it. And then you you also just like, like okay. I want to tell you this story. I'm going to tell you like how I got into the Golden Globes this year, right? Right. Because I, re- I really think you're going to you're going to you'll get something out of this story cuz it, it it is fucking crazy. Yeah. So, you remember how we were doing Bufo uh with Christine, we did that whole episode and at the end you were, what did you say? You were like Christine and Luigi at the Golden Globes. Right. Right. You were you manifested it. Right. Right. right? Be, and we were manifesting it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so Christine couldn't come out cuz she was still in Arizona. Yeah. So then the day of comes and I'm sitting here right in this apartment and I'm just like, "Yo, this is this is really going to happen." Like I've never like the last time I did one of these by myself, I got in. But yeah. like, you know, I like being with Christine because Christine's always, it's always fun. to It's more fun to do it with other people. Right. 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 So uh, my friend Marcus from San Diego hits me up and he goes, hey, I'm going to try. So I was like, OK, cool. That That's cool. That gives me at least I'll have somebody else there kind of will keep me grounded. Right. I don't get lost in this shit. Yeah. And so. So then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, it could, it, it could happen. So I went downstairs. I kind of was talking to my brother. And then all of a sudden, I was like, he's like, oh, I was like, I got to go. And he goes, why? I'm like, oh, bro, it's 2.30. I got to get ready for the Globes. And he's like, oh, you're actually going to go? And I was like, yeah. And so then I come upstairs, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just like thinking about how am I going to get in? What's going to happen? Yeah. And suddenly, I, I, I open my phone. I go to Twitter, and I start looking at the red carpet arrivals, right? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, as I'm looking at that, my mind just... I want to say it's a received thought. It wasn't an original thought I had. Yes. It was a received thought and it came like a smack in my fucking head. And all it said was, don't talk about it, be about it. Don't talk about it, be about it. Don't talk about it, be about it. Just like that. It just repeated it. And I was like, holy shit. It's funny you say that because that was your caption on your photo on Instagram. Yeah, bro. Because that's, I mean, I I think I put it up there. But like, like, honestly, it was just so wild to me. The fact that it was like, where is this where did this come from like i didn't even i wasn't even thinking that but i was thinking i gotta make a move something's gotta happen right 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 <clears throat> so i go i start getting ready i put the tuxedo on and i notice that there's a stain on the tux and i'm like fuck bro i don't i didn't clean it last time so i get a little soap i fucking go boom solved it oh great looks you couldn't nice. even see it right nice. I, I put on a three-piece because my white shirt was a little wrinkly because i didn't want it. once again it was like I, I had all these things that I didn't prepare for because once mm-hmm. again, it's like I was I wasn't sure, but I knew I knew something was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had faith once again. Right. right. So then I put on the three piece and I'm like, oh, I've never worn a three piece at, a, at an award show. But fuck it. This is kind of fly. So we go and 
I get an Uber XL or an Uber Lux because it was like they had a little picture of a of a guy holding a red carpet and he's opening the door for you and I was like that's yeah. kind of what I want tonight right right. right? And it was it was fifty bucks, but I was like, it's worth it. If yeah. I could get into the Golden Globes, it's just right there. It's fucking fifty bucks, right? right? And so then I go, and we the guy drives around, can't get me in, and I'm like, fuck, like uh, we get into the, the line where all the cars go in to go into the carpet. But I was going up, I was showing up around six thirty because mm-hmm. I was thinking midway through, this is the perfect time to kind of go in. I've done at the end of the award show before. Um, but I, but like with Christine, the the second time we went, we, we went when, when the, does it start? Um, the, it starts at five. Oh, okay. It starts at five. So six thirty is good. Everyone's kind of lax. Yeah. Like everybody's kind of lax. It ends at eight. Yeah. So it's enough time to where it's like, okay, we're midway. Maybe everybody's kind of like, oh, that ceremony's just going, but it's the opposite. It's like uh-huh. everybody's on high alert. <laughs> and, and I remember that, but I still wanted to see this other angle of it. Cause I was like, fuck it. I'm already, I'm already renting out this car. So we get in the line for the car. The, the, this first security guy tells us, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. I don't think they're going to let you in because you don't have the pass on your car. And you yeah. need this big pass. It's like a big brown pass, like literally this big, like a huge rectangle. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. And so, they, but he goes, but I'll still let you go through. Maybe they'll let you. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, cool. That's the first win. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, cool. Yeah. And it looked so legit. Like the guy in the front was like driving me around. Like it was an SUV. Yeah, SUV. Uh, no, no. He, oh, okay. but, but it was a SUV. So everybody's got SUVs. Right, so they right. figure. The shit, the shit's legit. It's legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which I was hoping for an SUV because I was like, dude, if I could just yeah. blend in with the rest of them, like, yeah. it's perfect. Big so, black SUV, you're good. You're good, you know? And they were everywhere that night. Like, everywhere we were driving, they were everywhere. And mm-hmm. so we get in the line and they have a dog jump onto the back bed and he's like sniffing for drugs and then like sniffing for things. And then they have the two metal detectors looking for bombs and the guy's like talking to us and my driver doesn't speak a lick of English and yeah. he's like very Arabic and he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, bro, I like, I can't. I, you need to be able to fucking talk right, and, right. but it was funny because the, the security people like they were like soldiers and they were like like the guy's like oh dude don't worry like we're not here to harm yeah, you like yeah. he was trying to calm him down more than anything which I was like that's a see that's a good fucking soldier right, right there bro right. he's trying to de-escalate shit right, right, he's just like hey right. man uh, we're not we're not gonna attack we're not here to like yeah. freak you out well see soldiers have training <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. exactly yeah. this guy looked legit like he had body armor had a fucking ar on him so oh, i was yeah. like yeah you're good um and so then we we get to the very front and the guy's like hey man you don't have the rectangle so i can't let you in but if you're looking for the shuttle area that's where you need to go to, to get in. They're not letting anybody in just walking in. You have to shuttle in. Oh, okay. And so that's when I found out some new information. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. So that's the key. Yeah. So then I go and I, I get off and I tell the guy, drop me off right here because I saw a big row of like 10 people waiting in line dressed up. Right. And I was like, oh, cool. So then I so I stand right by there and I start talking to one of the guys. Right. He's, he's sitting. He's standing there. He's, he seems chill. He's wearing a, a tuxedo. So I start talking to him. Hey man, what's up? Oh, my name is Juan. Like I work for Warner Brothers. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, I, I'm just waiting for the shuttle. Yeah, me too. Thirty minutes go by. I'm like, mm. okay, now it's seven. My friend is texting me. Um, hey, I'm gonna go there at eight thirty. I was like, okay, so that's an hour and a half. And then Christine's texting me. Yo, are you inside? Are you yeah. inside? And I'm yeah. not. I'm standing outside right by this Starbucks. Right. right? There's a fucking <laughs> gate there. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. Because I find out this is an exit. Oh, dang. Not even the real fucking place. Dang. So then this guy, Juan, he's like, oh, bro, we got to find the shuttle because someone's like, and then I was like, duh. Okay, well, if it's this isn't the shuttle area, I got to go to the sh- shuttle area. Right. So we start walking and then he starts following me. And I'm like, 
And then I started the, a thought crossed in my head. I was like, I don't know if this guy actually works for Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't think any of these people out here were actually legit. I think right. all these people are like me who are just showing <laughs> just up. Just showing up. Yeah. But they just haven't quite figured it out yet and they don't seem motivated. Yeah. So we start walking because someone, because we asked somebody, they go, oh, we've been to the shuttle area and it's actually uh, Century Street right up. You got to go four blocks. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, four blocks. Damn. But okay. Yeah. So we start walking up. And as we're walking up, these other two, this guy and this girl f- start following us and they go and then and then they stopped. They were like, no, you know what? I don't know if they'll, they'll actually get in or whatever. Right. So we go and we, we start walking up and I'm just legit the whole time. Just whatever. That probably helped you, too. Yeah, I know. Like, you definitely people. you don't want exactly less. The less people, the better. And so as we're walking up, we reach this little the final entrance to actually get you into the that they have open. This is where you cross in to get into the hotel. Um, and I was like. Oh, dude, if we can get in here, maybe we can go in. And the guy tells us again, oh, no, dude, we're not letting anybody in by foot, only by the shuttle. And I was like, damn, so it's like legit nothing. So we walk as we're walking up. I'm texting my friend. Hey, by the way, just want you to know you can only get in here by the shuttle. I send him the address. And so I was helping him out, too, you know, and he would do the same because, you know, it turns into a whole thing. But um, so as we're walking up, we meet this guy. I meet these two people named Justin and Brad. And it's these two dudes just randomly walking, not really dressed up in tuxedos, more just regular suit, but a polka dot shirt, mm-hmm. like or I think it was stripes, but like thick rectangle stripes and a tie, a purple tie, and a little velvet. Like he looked nice, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. like a tuxedo, like a award show tuxedos type style. So I was like, you know, he starts talking to us, and he's like, "Hey man, what are you guys up to? Are you guys going to the shuttle, or what are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're going to shuttle." And I'm like, "I guess you can only shuttle in." And then right. I find out he's like me. Oh, he's he's just showing up. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. This guy's cool. Juan, on the other hand, he's yeah. still sticking with his whole Warner Brothers story instead of just being like, yo, like, let's just try to get in here. Because right. that's what we were saying. We were like, dude, honestly, if it works out, I'm it's magical. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just showing up. And the guys that are like, yeah, dude, well, good luck. So we get to the shuttle area. They peer you off into the restrooms. And then there's a check-in area to the right. And then here's the the line for the shuttles. So I just get in. I just stand in right in the very front of the line. Nobody asks me anything. I actually see the first celebrity of the night, which was um, it was one of the it was the guy who played. Um, in, in, I don't. I, I couldn't quite figure out what movie he was, but I just yeah. recognized him as he was a he's an Asian actor. But I recognized him and I was like, oh, bro, I've seen you. I've seen you in a movie before. And he was with his wife. And I. But I didn't. I, we talked was for a little John bit. Cho? No, no, it wasn't John Cho. Um, I'll have to find him and I'll have to bring him back. But yeah. He so he's standing there and then I so then they get us on the shuttle and the guy Juan's following me so we get on the shuttle and this is it we just we're jumping in he jumps yeah. in next to me and he's like he's like oh bro this is legit John Voigt j- uh, jumps in and I was like oh my gosh bro oh, I just rewatched National Treasure the other oh, day really so I was like yo this is sick yeah he's with his assistant and like I think his granddaughter because she's like fucking freaking out oh my god we're at the Golden Globes isn't yeah, this exciting yeah. grandpa. And then he's like, yeah, like he's so old now. He's just like, ah, yeah. Wait, is that Angelina Jolie's kids? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess it was. I guess it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was one of Angelina Jolie's daughters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they were uh, with the publicist, I guess. And so then we're sitting right behind them, and we start we start moving. Nobody checks for anything. Nobody comes inside, checks for wristbands or anything. We just go, and we land, and we realize that the only entrance into anything is the Netflix after party right cool so i was like shit okay so we get off oh hey we try to get in oh where's y'all's wristband oh well they just told us to get on the shuttle oh well that's weird well here come to the check-in area 
So we go to the check-in area and we start throwing, like, we throw out our names and then they go, well, let's text somebody and find out. And I knew it wasn't going to happen because I was like, we're not. I know the way these events work. And if your name's not on the list, it's a very slim chance that you could make it happen. Right. Um, Usually you just got to drop some names. Mm -hmm. So I started throwing out some names um, of people that I knew um, and potential people that I like and people that like my friend's name and shit. Um, And then they told me and then I threw out Diego Luna's name because I had met him before. So I was like, maybe this could work. And he's a cool guy. He's a Latin dude. And he's super cool. I had a really nice conversation with him in Spanish when I met him at the WMA uh, after party after the Critics Choice Awards. So cool ass dude. Um, So I was like, let me drop his name. And they go, we would let you in if he had checked in already. Like if he was here, we would let you in. Because you could, we could add you in as his plus one, but mm-hmm. he hasn't arrived yet, and he didn't, he didn't arrive, he didn't end up showing up, you know. But imagine if he would have already been inside, then yeah. you're like, oh, boom, like, you know, I'm good you to go. go, right? So then we're sitting there, uh, I'm where we're standing there, and then the dude Juan goes, hey, um, let me let me try, and so he's like, my name should be on this list, blah blah. And at that moment, I'm like, all right, bro, you seem very amateurish right now with the whole, my name should be on this list if it's not, like, right, right. like, like if you you know if your name's on this list, they don't mess up, they don't mess up, you know. And these are the people we're talking directly to the people who made the list, right? So, <laughs> right, right. So it's like, dude, if it doesn't, if you're not quite working out, like, just you know. And I told them, I'm saying, well, we'll just get back on the shuttle and we'll go back. Right. So they drop us off at another area. My friend Marcus texts me and he goes, yo, I just arrived. We're at the shuttle area. So I'm like, all right, we're on our way back. So we go back, you know, they're standing there. I go use the bathroom. I come back out and they're like checking in. So I was like, fuck, okay, this is let's see if it works out for them. And it didn't. They were like, no, we don't have anybody for you. Sorry. So then they go. The guy goes, let's just try to get back on the shuttle, like you said. And so we go we go to the shuttle and I'm just thinking in my head, like, dude, I was just over there. It's not going to work unless you have a name or something. You know, you have to have something. So we get on the bus um, uh, once again. Right. Aziz Ansari is sitting right there with Lena (laughs) Waithe. And oh, wow. and then I was like, oh my god! So I sit right behind Aziz. Yeah. The whole time, him and Lena are just talking about the fact that the shuttle's not moving. Oh my god! Why is the shuttle not moving? He got to the point where he said a joke about, oh, have you ever thought about a huge metal detector just for a shuttle to where it just like goes through and it's just checking everything? And I was like, you must be just bored right now <laughs> because you're just like, what are you talking like about? Rambling. Yeah, he's just rambling. And but it was so funny to listen to it and him and Lena are like talking about, oh, what party are we gonna go to and stuff. And so it was, it was cute. And so then behind me at the very back, I hear Alex and Nat Wolf with his girlfriend, Grace. I didn't know the girl Grace until later, but um, I hear Alex Wolf and I go, dude, I, I, I met this guy at the Critics' Choice Awards last yeah. January, yeah. right? So I go, dude, what if I use his name? What if I say, yo, I'm one of his guests, right? Whatever. And then as we get out, right? I, I, I mean, as, 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 as that thought is running through my head, there's a guy that jumps on the train, the shuttle and he's like, wristbands, wristbands. <laughs> dude, I, my heart drops. I'm like, oh my God. And then at that very moment, I get a text from Christine again. Are you inside? I'm like, oh, oh my God. Man. And then my brother texts me because his, his girlfriend, Kennedy is like, yeah. yo, my brother Christian texts me. And he's like, yo, Kennedy wants to know if you're inside this award show. And I'm like, I'm I'm not. I'm like outside, like right at the very edge, you know? Right. And so trying. I'm trying. <laughs> and so so then so then the guy is checking the wristbands. One row in front of Aziz, a guy's like, Oh, dude, I don't have a wristband. I'm sorry, I just jumped on. Uh, and he's like, Okay, well, I gotta get you off. So the guy takes him off, and then the guy doesn't come back on the shuttle. 
he doesn't come and re- check the rest of us, oh. right? So it was like, holy shit, because wow. that dude probably that guy thought took the bullet for he you. took the bullet. You know, he was yeah. like, okay, this is the guy that was going in. There right, before. right. You know, there's not not the whole bus. They probably filled. radioed like, hey, this is the guy got back on the shuttle. Mm, Get mm. him off. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah, exactly. I got the guy. He's like, nah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so it was like it just it was like perfect. And then yeah. so we get so we start moving. We finally get to the other spot, back to where the Netflix entrance is. And the the last time I had been there, I had asked them, "Hey, how do I get to the hotel from here?" And they had told yeah. me, "Sorry, there's no other way. You can't move." So then we get off the 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 shuttle. This time this is the second time I'm there. And my friend Marcus and, and his friend Eric move to the side. They don't even go to the check-in. They just go to the gravel area to the side. And I go, oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I, didn't, I thought they were going to, like, stop them or security was going to say something. Right. But no, that's not the case. So they go. And then so then I, as I start walking back to the desk, Alex and Nat Wolf go, hey, how do we get to the in-style party? And the people go, um, so you just go walk up the gravel and then you t- just take a left. And I hear this and I'm just like. Oh, bro, you game over. Yeah, like, this is it. Yeah. Like, I did not give a fuck about getting into Netflix's after party. Nah, I cared about matter. getting to the hotel. Yeah. You know, because that's really where the party is. And so, all of a sudden, I start following them, like, literally a foot behind them, like, so right. close. Freaking Marcus and Eric are standing there. And I turn around and I go, yo, come on, come on. Like, let's go. And they're like, no, we're going to stay here. And I said, okay, cool. And I was like, solo adventure. Okay, yeah. I checked in with my friends. We saw each other. Yeah. That's enough for me. Yeah. You know? So, we start walking away. And as soon as we turn the corner, Alex Wolf, right, the guy I met, right. turns around, puts his arm around me, and he goes, you're rolling with the big dogs now, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is, okay, what the, man. okay, man. And he's like, yo, 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 this shit's about to be lit. Yeah. So we start, so then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm just a part of their gang, yeah. right? Oh, four of us, let's go. And so we start going inside. And they, they as we're walking upstairs, the, um, Nats turns around. He's like, yo, we're going to try to get you into the in-style party. I'm like, yo, I didn't even say anything. These guys are just they like... They just are on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, know this guy's just made it this far. We're going to get him in. Like. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, these guys are sick. And so we, we start going and then we get to the check-in desk and all of a sudden it's like, yo, I'm on the red carpet. I'm on yeah. the red carpet where it's like E! News and everything is still set up. The two previous times I've gone, as soon as the ceremony starts, they start tearing down the carpet. Yeah, right and yeah. they'll, they'll pretty much be done by the time you get maybe they'll have like a little area or a sliver just a tiny bit right but most of the time it's gone and so this time they had it all still set up because i guess someone was like no we're gonna wait until the very very end of the night yeah like 12 i mean that sucks for the people working it does there because you know? you're gonna be there till 3 a.m yeah bro, you're gonna but... be there till 3 but i mean they it's you know you signed up for the long hours yeah, man, so. it's overtime it's overtime so Basically, you know, I'm there and they go to the check-in desk and they're like, oh, Alex didn't sign up with a plus one when he get, when he signed up to for the party. So we can't get you in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no sweat. I'm here. Like, I'm at the red carpet. Like, you guys yeah, are good. Yeah. Have, a, have a great night. Hey, God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much for right, letting right. you know. Y'all got me in. You got me in. The Wolf Brothers got me in. Yeah. So I was just, I was so happy. And then all of a sudden I started going to the areas. Like, they had a little, a whole area actually sectioned off specifically to take pictures. So I go over there. I grab a couple pics. Um, and then I see this girl working the Instagram game and she's like grabbing a pic here, taking a picture over here. And I'm like, I'm going to go to her and be like, yo, let's trade off. Take pictures of me. I'll take pictures of you. Right. Right. So we do that and we go to different areas and we can try to capture different moments. And it was really fun. And then she's like, I want to go to HBO. You want to go to HBO? And I'm like, wow, let's go to HBO, let's go to HBO. <laughs> you know? And so we start walking that way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, as we turn the corner back into getting closer to the entrance to the hotel, Justin and Brad. The two dudes really? I met outside are right there, and they go, Luigi! <laughs> hey, man! And I called him. I had called him some different name because I had forgot his name was Justin. Right. 
And I was just like, I and he's like, I, he's like, oh, that's not my name, it's Justin. I was like, he's like, he's like, but it's like, okay. Oh, Eric. Yes. He was like, he's like, but it's okay. I understand. Like that was all so crazy. And but yeah. you got in, dude. And yeah. you know. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like it just worked out. And he goes, he goes, nah, bro. I I like saw it in you. I just knew you would get in, man. He goes, he goes, um, and, and I see that they have wristbands. So I go, what did you guys do? And he goes, oh well, I know a good friend, um, who used to be a Fox executive. And I, I, but once the Disney merger happened, they let him go because he was he was like an older executive, right, right. right? But his name still had weight, so I threw out his name, and people were like, "Well, he he didn't sign up for the list, but if you were one of his welcome friends, yeah. he's he this guy Justin was a theater owner in Wisconsin, yeah, right? So he owns a couple theaters. I was like, that's cool, you know. And so he was coming to visit, like, the, like performance theaters, no, no, or like a movie theater. Theaters. Oh like wow, he owns a couple movie theaters. Oh, that's so good pretty, le- yeah, pretty pretty legit yeah. business, and so. So he threw out this guy's name and they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll go ahead and add you to the list. And then they were like, he goes, well, my friend Brad here, he's also not going to be on your list, but can you get him on? And they go, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they both got wristbands and they were good. And I was like, wow, that's, see, that's another way of getting in where yeah. you can just, you have the right names. You, and just, you drop just drop the, the right, right name. Because if you, if you drop a name that people are afraid of, they're not going to question it. Yeah. They're just going to do it. And <laughs> if you don't want to be the person that didn't let this guy's friends in. Mm. Trust me. <laughs> no, no, it's true because imagine like the next day you get a call and they're like, yo, yeah. I, I had friends that were there and you know what happened? Why couldn't you guys accommodate? Like, like I'm a oh, big can you go executive. see Susan in HR, please? Yeah. <laughs> and then you might lose your job just because you, you know, you didn't let the right people in. Right. And that's right. what, and that's why it's like a very borderline situation because you could easily step into that world. And like I did. Mm-hmm. So I ended up you know they go they these guys once again tell me and they go hey any party you want to get into tonight we got you we'll get you in wow didn't okay. even have to say anything yeah didn't he, they they were just so impressed about the fact that i got in that they were like we yeah. got you and i was like and I, they already had the bands and they had the bands so it was legit you you had to get other bands for other places but he was like i got i found tickets on the ground for warner brothers i can get us what? in like bro this guy's like dude i was just looking on the floor and someone had dropped their tickets and now we can get into warner brothers i'm like wow that party that I just got told that I didn't have a ticket for, I can just go in. Yeah. Right? It was ridiculously fun. Um, and so then we start walking up and we, 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 he goes, let's go to Disney's. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, dude, Disney's fucking party. Like, that's fucking insane. We go up the elevator. Nobody wristband checks us. They just let us in. Wow, I was so I was so surprised because every party at this place is like you gotta have a wristband to get in, yeah. or you gotta have some credential. And no, Disney didn't check. We went up, we start eating, we start hanging out with people. I actually ran into a, the this guy Bernard Hillard who runs this master class here in town, and he was nice. so impressed about the fact that I was there. He was like, <laughs> he was like, how did you get in here? And he was, I was like, what do you mean? It's the biggest party of the night. Yeah, like, you know, I was just going with the role, and he was just so impressed because he was like, wow, like. I'm here. Yeah, how did yeah. you get in? And you're at Disney's after party. You're not. It's not just the fact that you're at the Golden Globes. It's like you are in Disney's after party. So he's yeah. like, "What are you Which doing?" Which is probably a, one of the best after parties to be in. Oh, bro, they had a whole sushi wall. Yeah, like, man. Sushi no wall. No expense spared. It was awesome. They had they had um, a whole charcuterie set up. So many cheeses already had been mushed up. You don't even Ooh, have to work for it. Just Grapes. Smush it on your. You know, you had jams. You had everything. You go and then on the uh, right next to it, they had yeah. a, a whole kebab set up with steaks and and salad oh there's some great salads man it was like i you got a little bit of caesar and then they had this other like pure cucumber tomatoes and like a couple other things with the lemon juice that was so good Mm. you pour that on top with a little bit of the steak kebab and then like a little um the little gyro little yum you put the cheese on (laughs) it was great man it was i was like in heaven for a second i was like whoa this is fantastic 
And then um, I saw Joey King dancing on the dance floor. I was like, yo, that 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 girl is huge right now. Yeah. I saw Damon uh, Damon John um, outside. Oh, what's Damon doing? Dude, I saw him outside when I was. Well, I forgot to say that when I was uh, checking in for the with the Wolf Brothers. Once they yeah. let me go, I turned to the right and I was like, oh shit, that's Damon John. Yeah. And I and I, I wanted to talk to him, but I was like, you know what? This is a mean night. I don't. Yeah, I kind of yeah. don't want to talk to celebrities. I just want to observe. You yeah. know. And because just I was like, yo, I just got in. You like, barely got in. You just gotta like enjoy it. I'm just enjoying key. it, you know. And yeah. plus, we're all, we're doing stuff. We're going yeah. to these parties and stuff. So then, um, we're upstairs, and then the guy's like, yo, let's go somewhere else because it was it was starting to get to like uh 11:30 right now. So we go down. We walk downstairs, and I run into the Wolf Brothers again, and they're like, yo, what's going on, Luigi? And I'm like, hey, what, how are you guys? And he goes, oh. You know, the HBO was fun. He goes, I mean, uh, InStyle was fun, but we're thinking about hitting HBO right now. Yeah. And the guy goes, and we have an extra band if you want to come. I'm like, yo, you guys are legitimately trying to like hang. for real. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm going to, I kind of wanted to stick with these guys because, you know, these guys got me into Disney and I want to see, you know, I I met them and I want to, you know, I wanted to see where that went. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to be rude as well. So, but I think they everybody would have understood either way, no matter what. But it was just yeah. crazy that these guys were like, "Yo, we got an extra band at HBO," you know. And so, yeah. and I go, "No, nah, go ahead. All right, well, we'll catch you later, man. All right, peace, y'all. It was it was awesome to see you guys again. Cool." And I actually told them that I used to watch them when I was a kid. I was like, "I used to watch y'all Naked Brothers band. I used to watch y'all Nickelodeon." Yeah. Yeah. And the guys like, "That's yeah. wild that you say that," because like, and I and I go, "You know, it's funny." I just listened to Crazy Car the other day. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious I actually told him that when I met Alex I thought he was Nat and then <laughs> and then Alex turns around and he goes oh when we met at the Critics Choice Awards oh bro my heart died I was like you remember man yeah, yeah. you remember it wasn't just like me thinking that I was like I knew you remember he goes yeah you sat next to me you, you, you know we talked for a bit what are they doing these days well he did Hereditary remember he did oh, Hereditary yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. And that, that was a oh, fucking man. psycho crazy moment right oh, there bro dude. when that demon thing like pulls his eye oh yeah. my god nah yeah, but he's a fantastic crazy. actor bro um that's insane though i mean i hey, know right next year dude and so then do it again so then ah. so then we we start walking away and this guy uh, i see Derek huff the dancer come out and i'm yeah. like oh and then i saw um there was another actress the, the lady that was wearing the viking hat i'm blanking on her name right now um, but she was wearing a Viking hat at the after party. You you know who I'm talking about. If you were watching, she wears she wears the Viking hat. Yeah, because she went to a photo booth and they put a Viking hat on her, and then she was like, she was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not taking this thing off. I'm just gonna keep it. And it was the funniest thing because she was in the same elevator as us when we were coming down from Disney. Um, and it was so cool. She was so she was so awesome. My friend my friend Justin got a picture. Oh, I remember what I called him when I met him. It was Richard. I said, hey, Richard. And he, goes, <laughs> and he goes, no, my name was Justin. Oh, Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. She actually yeah. won. She won a Golden Globe. Um, yeah. But she she just had the Viking hat on. And she was she was really funny. She was actually the one that complimented Justin on his shirt. She was like, I like it. I, it's oh, really? very different. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so then we get downstairs, dude. And then the, after all the Wolf Brothers, we run into these other guys, Joe and John, who are friends with Justin and Brad. And we all start talking, and the guy John leaves, and apparently John owns like fifty movie theaters in the East Coast, and I was like, "Yo, that is that's a lot. that's a lot of movie theaters, and like that's a really good connection." Because they're making hell of money on those concessions. Oh, uh, bro, and in the East Coast, oh uh, hell yeah, Oof. people love movies over there, and so it's like, 
I was I was just impressed by the fact that these connections were happening. And then so then the guy takes off his Amazon wristband, gives it to Justin. And then so Justin, Brad, and Joe have Amazon wristbands. I don't. So then he goes, let's go to Amazon. So then we go around the corner. I haven't been to Amazon since the first time I went to the Globes when I yeah. talked my way in with Christine, right? Yeah. So then now I'm we're going up and somebody else is doing the talking for me. They go, hey, the security guard is like, hey, I can't get you in without a wristband. And then... And then freaking Justin just opens his mouth and he goes, we got a wristband upstairs. There's a guy waiting upstairs with it. If you want to come up with us, you can come up and verify. Knowing full well that the guy can't leave his position, right? Because you, once you're stationed there, it's like you're, you're stuck. That's your, spot. That's your spot. And so I was literally like, yo, this is wild, right? Because the security guard goes, give me one second. He walks away. Um, he walks away to the, to the lady or the, to the guy who was checking people in. And he comes up to us and he goes... He goes, um, can I get your name? And and he, he he has the master list with him. And he's saying, I'm not going to look up your name anymore. I'm just going to add you to the list, right? And he goes, you're not going to have any more problems at any parties tonight. I was like, yo, Justin, like you just, you, you straight up said that. You said, I'm going to take care of you. And then boom, he's putting me on the master list. I was blown away at this moment. Bro, I was, I was, yeah, man of his word. And so we go into Amazon. We went upstairs. Um, we their whole theme this year was um, like pastries and coffee. So I drank a coffee at like twelve thirty a.m. Like I was up and I was just like I had a couple of uh, a couple of uh, cranberry vodkas and I had a good time I and it was amped. a good time. And then and then afterwards, like it ended at one and we went downstairs and, and just a random group of people that was at this Amazon party is like talking about going to Sundance and they're like, oh, we're all going to go to Sundance Oof. together. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's go. Which Robert Redford owns. I didn't even realize he started Sundance. Really? Yeah. He's the guy. He's the freaking guy. Dude, that's awesome. Actually, that's really awesome. Um, But yeah, so that was pretty much the whole night. And then I ended up going. I walked this guy to the hotel he was staying at. We kind of talked on the way back. Super cool dude. Um, yeah. Like just... Love the energy, love the fact that he was just looking at life from a perspective of like anything is possible, you know, because it really does remind you. It was a great reminder that it's like, dude, the faith and the gratitude, like we were saying before, mix it together and you're going to go places. Like I was so grateful to be at that award show and just the way it worked. I just thank God so much because it was I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful because I I learned so much an experience. Not a lot of people can say they've gone through. Oh my and gosh. The, the circumstances that led up to you being able to get in anywhere scot free was insane. A lot of people <laughs> were casualties in order for you to make it there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't say casualties, but they I were- mean, not the casualties in the sense of they died, but <laughs> casualties in a sense of their night was nipped there where yeah. it could have been your night stopping there. Exactly. Your night could have stopped at the entrance. It could have. It could actually. It could have stopped at the Uber. Mm-hmm. Could have stopped at the shuttle. Could have stopped at the entrance. And all these times, boom, boom, yeah, boom. on the shuttle as well. Like you said, that yeah. guy with the wristband was the one that was like the craziest. You know, and you know what's wild? Marcus the whole night was texting me, "Yo, should we go with you guys? Should we go with you guys?" Because he didn't. But he and I kept saying, "Yeah, come, come to Disney, come to Disney, yeah. come to Amazon." Yeah. And. He didn't want to leave the Netflix party because he had gotten into that. He ended up uh, getting into it with his friend Eric. But he short he shortchanged himself. He, tr- he, he didn't have faith that. I mean, you got into one party already, bro. Yeah. And all, the key to never being locked out once you leave is to make your exit known and visible. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, oh, hey, I'm going to step out for a smoke real quick, but I'll be right back, okay? Yeah, tell somebody. Like, what's, what's your name, man? Oh, uh, Mark. Uh, all right, here. Have a good night, Mark. I'll, I'll be right back, though. Like, don't go anywhere because yeah. I got to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You already know, bro. Like, you know, you got to just give them a reason to believe. Like, oh, he was already in here, clearly. So yeah, he wasn't causing cool. any problems. Right, you know? right. He seems chill. He's actually a chill guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, bring him back. He's Let gotta him party. got to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's yeah. all it's about is just knowing how to talk yeah you know if you know how to talk you can pretty much get into you can anything get your, you can get in like man. and do anything really like you the possibilities are endless you just got to know how to talk and and mm. people who are afraid to talk like break out of that break out of that shell and just start talking to people anybody you can talk to strangers at a bar people at a party you know, whatever, like just put yourself out there. I, I always tell people, it's like, if you don't put yourself out there in any way, like life isn't fun, first of all. Yeah. And nothing exciting happens, you know, like you, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be a, a bed bug all day, you know, like, <laughs> just slurping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking gross. Yeah. Um, Speaking of gross, dude, uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah, what's up? What's up, dude? The biggest producer of plastic waste in the world. Yeah, dude, it's fucking massive crazy. company. Massive company. Two hundred thousand bottles a minute. Wow, that's a lot of plastic going out. The crazy part is, like, are you even selling all of that? No, because I don't know anyone that goes into maybe. a store and just buys a bottle. I feel of like Coke. there is tons that just go unused, but maybe they just. I mean, the lifespan of a Coca Cola is pretty long. That's right? true. Like they're just stockpiled somewhere. That's to be wild. drank in 3000 or whenever they get discovered. But they say they're not going to ditch the single use plastic bottles mm. because consumers still want them. And yep. the, the head of sustainability said that. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, bro. wow, you are indoctrinated. If you're the quote unquote head of sustainability and you're going to say that Coca-Cola won't ditch the plastic because consumers want them. Yeah. For one, that's not true because consumers will take as long as it's in a bottle and the shape doesn't have to change. You can put it in whatever. It'll still get drank if the product's that good. It's not about the plastic. Well, people are saying now everybody wants the glass bottles, you know, because everybody likes that glass taste. The glass taste is always (laughs) nicer than the bottles. We have too much microplastic literally in our bloodstream Mm. as we speak that we have just been subjected to from years of drinking out of plastic. Damn and eating out of plastic so it's like let's let's start the change somewhere and it should start with the massive corporation like coca-cola i mean they're what was it not not too long, a couple months ago coca-cola air got stopped with tons of weed plants in his coca-cola jet no way so it's like bro you are doing everything wrong you're playing all <laughs> sorts of games man it's like That's come wild. on now like you guys should be the beacon of like American companies and what doing the right thing looks like. And it should start (laughs) with Coca-Cola, man. I know. Right. That's the biggest brand in the world. Pretty much biggest brand. Like Like just everybody knows Coca-Cola, just like their resale value on their merch is insane. Cause it's a, a soda company. Yeah. But yet their merch is as revered as the product. Mm. So it's like, come on, we can we can make changes slowly, surely, just do it. Like it doesn't make any sense not to. I feel like in Peru, my dad had a big Coca Cola thing, like a big um, some sort of refrigerator or something like that. But it looked really nice. 
Um, I think my dad in Texas has one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he has some sort of ice chest or cooler that he had, but it was like an old school one, like made in the seventies. Um, but it looks super dope. But it, something that probably, if you restore it, it, could look really fantastic. Like something you'd see on a show like that that needs to be restored and like, because it's pretty old. But um, I'm just thinking about that. It's it's just fantastic, right? Like that brand recognition that they've created. Hella for recognition. Coca Cola, man. Recognition. F- instant recognition. Fucking instant recognition. That's a fucking fact. Speaking of instant, instant transmission, as in coronavirus. Oh shit! Yeah, I've been. I haven't read too much about it, but I heard that it's like the first outbreak, dude, in the U.S. Right? The first case has first been case. announced, and it's it started in China, in Wuhan province, but they did not cut off transportation soon enough. Oof! So, so they, wait, what is this? What is it? It's it's like another like virus that is infecting a lot of people and it's killed some people mm. basically the next super plague but no i mean i don't want to i don't want to put it out there but they say like <laughs> it's progressing and i did just watch the explained about about this about pandemics uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. so i mean it's understandable and shit always starts in china because they do some unsavory things over there but <sighs> On <laughs> enjoy every moment people yeah, enjoy yeah, every you never moment know. like the thing enjoy is every moment it, there's no cure obviously but uh, also it could also fizzle out like SARS and swine flu and everything else you know so I don't know we'll see we'll see it really depends on like what happens to you yeah dude I don't know man I, I just got over the flu and this shit has been a bitch oh uh, it sucks right it's been a bitch it honestly sucks. it's it's fucking for the th- for three days my body was having like a, such an intense trip at this point the cough is pretty much kind of suppressed um I have to go to the clinic today after this um just to get checked up one last time but I'm honestly I feel great at this point it's just that at the beginning man oh Everybody was coughing around me, and I was just like, yo, y'all need to just stop aiming that shit. Like, don't aim it at me. Please, like, have some courtesy to the rest of the world, you know? Put a face mask on, you know? Like, something. But now now I'm I'm doing great, which is fantastic because I'm so happy about it. Um, I wanted to announce this. Apparently, Hank Azaria says he will no longer voice Apu um, three years after the Simpsons character came under scrutiny. But he was doing it for 30 years, he said. 30 years of Apu. Honestly, um, come on, man. Come on. Now he's stepping down. He said, I'm done. It's It was a very accurate depiction of an Indian accent. It wasn't exaggerated. <laughs> it's all dialects anyways. It's just dialect. It was yeah. not exaggerated. And it already had been happening for years and years and years and years. Like yeah. I, I'm one for not violating people's comfort in their identities and cultures via you know slurs and jokes and stuff like that but this was so who was this offending were, were you offended no i was not offended once sure we're not indian but i don't know an indian that was offended yeah I, i've met indians and they don't bring it up in conversation they never say anything about <laughs> they're not it. Going, and it's not like it's coming up in conversation so it's, i mean exactly. next time i meet an indian person i'll definitely make sure to bring so it up who's gonna to voice up who I don't know somebody else an actual Indian maybe maybe they'll get an actual Indian and maybe people will actually be happy for once I guess well if we're gonna go through all this for a poo we need to have more a poo 
features and more poo. I know that's what time. I was thinking too. I was like, but he doesn't even really get that much screen time, anyways. Mm. Which is whatever. It's absurd, man. Speaking of screen time, HBO's not making a second season of Watchmen. What? Yeah, man. What? Which is like, okay. Doesn't make sense. All right, then. The creator bows out. The creator left the show. Just give up. Damon but, you know, Lindelof, he says he isn't interested in making a second <laughs> season. What? A, but doesn't HBO own that? They Can't do. they just be like, all right, well, we got a new showrunner? No, they said they don't want to do that. Why? Because they're just being bitches. They're just like, yeah, we don't want to work. We don't want to. No, they, well, what they said is they, they don't want to carry somebody else's vision because it might not accurately be what was originally made and they don't want to fuck it up. What? They do. That's what Hollywood is built on, stealing ideas. I just don't want to fuck it up, man. They they know how much Watchmen costs, so they were like, oof. Let's just have a good season. But it's the same thing with here and now. It's like, why did you do the here and now thing? Like, Dude, leave us now. with a, a good uh, cliffhanger. And then it's like, oh, we're not making something. Like he finally tapped into his superpowers. I know. Right. And then suddenly, oh, yeah, some BS. That's weird. It's some BS, but it's it, it's whatever. That's just the way TV works. I just didn't think it was going to happen with Watchmen. Honestly, I thought maybe other shows, but. Not with Watchmen. Didn't think that. Yeah, so Ozzy Osbourne has Parkinson's. No. Yeah, yeah, he has Parkinson's, which Parkinson's is the same thing that... uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox has. Yes, yes. So, you know, and it was the same thing that Muhammad Ali had as well. So, you know... Shout out to the to those people. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Ozzy. Yeah. He's made some better. hits in the past, man. Made he, a lot of money. He made a bat's head. Yeah, he did. He did. It was delicious. Apparently, well, he spit it out. He spit it out, but you know, but, you still know. crazy. Yeah, crazy. It's it's fucking crazy things. Rock and do, roll. Man. Yeah, exactly. Fucking <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, that's wild. Yo, I wanted to read this because I I think this is really interesting. It's about the Federal Reserve, right? All right. And it's about the Titanic. Oh, oof. So it says, did you know? The man who funded the building of the Titanic, J.P. Morgan, canceled his long-awaited journey just hours before its proposed departure. Three of the wealthiest men on Earth, whom were against the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank, happened to be invited aboard for its maiden voyage. John Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. It then headed full speed into a known iceberg field with less than half the required lifeboats, no red signal flares, no Rothschild or Rockefeller on board, and sank to the bottom of the of the North Atlantic Ocean. Less than a year later, now that the wealthy opposition was out of the way, the Federal Reserve was created and USA was turned into an incorporated business with its own business ID number, 28 USC 300215. Wow. Mm, Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Let's Google that number, see what what pops up. What was the number? 28U.S.C.3002.15. And then there's a little apostrophe. See if it's real. See if this is legit. Title 28 USC 3002 Section 15A states that the United States is a federal corporation and not a government, including the judiciary procedural section. The de jure states in the perform in the form of republics and the de jure states were subsumed or subsumed or set aside by the bankruptcy act 
1933. Dude, this shit sounds crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's let's dig a little deeper. Wow. This... It says the United States is a federal corporation and not a government. Okay. Wow. Okay, so wow. Okay, so then if that's the case, who's our who's our boss? <laughs> <laughs> the Rothschilds. The right? Rothschilds they, are our because bo- they, they own the Federal Reserve. Yeah, and therefore, because we are born in the United States, they own us. Uh huh. And that's what our. Birth I wasn't born here. Are. I became a citizen, but still, same thing applies. I think. Mm, same thing I, applies. I just they chose. assume your rights. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Okay, so. Federal corporation. You own no property because you are a slave. Really, you are worse off than a slave because you are also a debtor. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That is some real facts thrown in your face right there. Shit. The ultimate ownership of all property is in the state. Individual so-called ownership is only by virtue of government, i.e. law amounting to mere user. And use must be in, in accordance with law and subordinate to the necessities of the state. (laughs) <laughs> Which that literally means you do not own property because you're a slave. Wow. We just let you use things, and you're also a debtor, so you can't possibly own property because you owe us. Yeah, and that's the Federal Reserve. We owe them how much is our deficit now? Uh, trillions. <sighs> Bro, that's the reality. Wow, this little that's ID insane. number just opened up all this stuff. I know that's that's insane. crazy. Yeah, so so, so literally, like, you open can, your minds, people. Open your eyes. What? Look at the real world. It literally says individual so-called ownership in quotes. <laughs> That's wild. Wow. Those okay. who make peaceful rev- revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Mm. That was JFK, the last American president. Oof. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Exactly. Exactly. Yo. That's wild. That's a good uh, quote from him. Shout out JFK. Damn. What did it what did it say? Uh what what else is there? Uh so uh it's just more, oh, more it's just code, more things, right? Yeah. More sections and stuff. Damn. People should look into that. Look up that ID number for us. Go back and listen to it and then really just we'll say it again. Twenty eight yeah. US um twenty eight USC three thousand two. Yeah, so it's Title Twenty Eight in in law fifteen, yeah. and it's USC three thousand two Section fifteen A. That's wild. Yeah, you, your mind will be blown. You don't own anything, and we're a federal corporation. We're not a, a corporation, government. not a government, which explains why everything we do revolves around money. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Shit, that With, is a fact. Which is. Wild. wild because the people that own money own us and they own the money that we use mm. so we we're paying them twice damn damn yeah we are that's that's insane oh man that's insane who 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 came up with that system like who who allowed that system to become? We gotta. We're gonna. We gotta go w- deeper Woodrow into Wilson. that. Woodrow Wilson signed it into law because he was pressured. Remember that Christmas. Mm, mm-hmm. that, that Christmas twenty third or the twenty third of December nineteen thirteen, um, and in nineteen twelve the Titanic sank. Mm. So, 
it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Open your open your eyes, people. There's open always a deeper. Eye. There's a deeper story being told that you definitely need to go and look into because America is not right, and so we we need people to go in and fix it. And it's it's slowly happening, but in reality, the majority is quiet right now, very quiet. Which yeah. is which, but but recently, Bernie Sanders is up twenty seven percent. Joe Biden is down to twenty two. So yeah, man. So it could Everybody's be Everybody's feeling the burn. It could be a Bernie against Trump, which I would be interesting. I think it will be a Sanders against Trump. I think so. I hope that'd be way more extreme interesting. Extreme right versus extreme left. Mm. It's gonna Let's be. see where we land. And then Andrew Yang as vice president. I think if you can get Andrew Yang as vice yeah, president. Get, get Yang as vice president. Dude, sure. that man is awesome. I mess with him. I'm, I dude, don't know why, but I, I just Dude, it's because he's he, all he's doing is just spitting out logic and yeah, that's, like solving problems that's the whole time. That's exactly what it is. Did we need an Asian president this whole time? Dude, I, know, I, thought that, I thought about that like <laughs> recently. I was like, dude, maybe Andrew Yang is literally just the guy. Oh, my God. The guy literally just sees it from a third eye perspective, yeah. really. And it's just like, yo, they, these are problems that like... Stop talking about the problem. You guys just keep talking about the problem. The problem's bad. The problem's bad. We know the problem's bad. Start talking about a solution to the problem. Mm. And he just brings you that solution. He's not even talking about the construct itself. He's just telling you, hey, this is the solution to this problem. And it's like, damn. He's looking at it from an economic perspective, from a business perspective. It's like, what more could you ask? He's the version that people thought Donald Trump was going to be. He's the right version of that. He's the right version because he's not sneaky or trying to be shady or trying to do shit where it's like, even with this Ukraine stuff, right? We just had the first impeachment stuff. You listen to it. I'm listening to them make the case. And I'm like, in reality, I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from. Is the Senate going to vote to to actually make this shit happen? No. They already did a preliminary vote to set the rules and the vote was uh, 56-47. So, um, does that math check out? I don't know. I I mean, close enough. (laughs) It was something no, like that. I think it was... It's 56-44. Oh, it's 56-44. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 56-44. I think that's what the vote was. Or 53-47. I think it was 53-47, actually. 53-47, to set the rules. Yeah. So it's like the Senate is already leaning Republicans, so it's most likely just not going to... It's probably going to die. So, but they're still listening to the people talk about it, and as you hear it, I mean, I'm... I do agree. I think he might have done... I think Donald Trump is too quick sometimes to make a decision. Like, he needs to just breathe like even with iran he acted really quickly to just kill that dude the general somai or whatever his name is and then great the iranian people half of them were happy because they didn't like the guy because they knew he was corrupt the other half is like oh he was a big general so we must retaliate but but then the thing goes deeper and then it goes iraq told us because iraq was told by iran but minutes before that the base was going to be hit so then we could tell iraq tells us so then we go back and we tell our our bases hey there's going to be an attack on the bases so make sure to be good but then on top of that trump comes out and he goes oh it turns out that i actually killed that dude not because we were actually uh, it was of our interest it was because i was trying to look good with the senate republicans yeah and it's like you can't do that, man. You, you can't go you and can't. kill a general because you nah. want to look good on the Senate Republicans. Like, nah. you kill, you took someone's life. You took someone's life, and it's like that's not that's that's the manipulation of power that people are talking about. And so, in a way, I, I think at this point, we he is kind of lost touch. And I don't know if necessarily four more years of Donald Trump is the greatest thing. You know, if it happens, I'm not gonna be a hundred percent 
fighting against it because I just you have to accept whatever happens in 2020 this year we're gonna have to vote in November we're gonna have to vote very you know intensely for whoever we want and we're gonna have to make a decision do we want four more years of that or do we want to fuel the burn if that is the answer right but we'll see if Andrew Yang vice president I will most likely vote for that way I'm not Democrat I'm independent and I'm using my independent thought to look at the better situation yeah you know but you know, you can. I can argue on that because I have a lot of Republican friends, and I and I lean. I obviously, obviously lean more towards. I would say red, but I like I said, I'm independent. But yeah. you know, I'm in, I'm very much in the middle. I like to say I like to stay neutral, but I like to use logic. I like to be smart with with what's going on. Don't just be an idiot. Yeah. And follow party lines. Like yeah, party you, lines. Well, that's essentially gang mentality. Yeah, it is gang it's mentality. It's blind and it's not sensible for people to vote that way when real lives and and situations are on the line Hmm. so it's a major fact yeah honestly i i just want us to work on our reputation internationally because we have kind of pissed a lot of people off recently and it i don't think it should affect us as americans going to other places and being around other cultures because I agree. It, overall, we're not a representation of our government, which we just found out isn't even a government. Mm. It's a business. Yeah. So I guess they got the, you know, the ultimate businessman to exactly. run it. That's so. what they're thinking. That's yeah. what they're thinking. But now you need a smart businessman like Andrew Yang. Yes. Like a Yang Gang. Yeah, socially acceptable businessman. Yeah. The one that is about human-centered capitalism, not money-centered capitalism. Yes. Like we need Michael Scott, not Todd Packer. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly we need michael scott get a little creative with it we need a little creativity mm-hmm. in the, in our in our shit but i mean like i said they're not you know d trump isn't the worst guy like i people who who act like donald trump caused all your bad problems it's like get out of here like is no, it, this guy is not the have yeah. problems before people have problems they before have problems you know, after. they'll have problems after exactly exactly but it's just these people who like put all of their weight on just like this is the guy that is causing all my problems it's like nah bro step away from that don't let him take all your energy like that just just you know politics is about observing more than anything else and and knowing when to strike right yeah people people who are thinking oh you gotta constantly putting your two cents to everything you've already lost because you've already given away all your cards people know everything you're thinking Mm -hmm. stop it We're like teaching all these people all these tips. Like, <laughs> be like better. We we went through like criminal. Now Life we're going tips. like pol- politician. Now we're going through like a mindfulness person. I'm just all we're just right. kidding. The, but the best version is the mindfulness one for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out of all the ones you really want to go into. But um, th- yo, this has been a fantastic episode. Yeah, it's been tight. I'm trying to figure out how this dude died from sh- a shooting that took place nine years ago. No. Like what? was he? Like was he? Oh, he died of the injuries from it. Yeah, like was he in a coma? Or, uh, or it says like, he was initially. In they don't keep condition. people in a coma for nine years. Like they don't, they don't do that. They just simply don't these days. They just pull the plug. So he must have been like living, but had like shrapnel in his chest because he got shot in the chest and back. But maybe the shrapnel moved and like Ooh, pierced his heart could and be he that. died. Could be that. Dude. Like they were, they told them maybe a while back, like, hey, we this yeah. there is the possibility this could happen years down. Well, either way, they reclassified it to a, a, a homicide. So, yeah, someone's oh, dying. Oh wow. Well, I mean, that's the thing, man. There's always it's life and death is happening all around us, twenty four seven. 
it's just it's a constant it's a constant thing that's happening i always think about it man I and mean, christine christine gave me she always brings me more into like a peaceful way of thinking of it it's like yeah. hey if it's your time it's your time like you yeah just, you, you never just go, know you know but i'm like i i want to live as much as possible that's why we were saying be grateful for every single moment you have because it's like you never know what could happen you could walk outside and then boom you get hit by a car yeah you know or someone shoots you who knows yeah. <laughs> like i hope none of those things happen to you or but like you catch we live in a world where it's like yeah or you you catch a virus because someone's outside coffin you know so any type of thing could happen or you get bit by a rabid coyote that's just running around whatever Oof. like there's a there was that show a thousand ways to die when i was yeah. a kid i used to watch that and great I, they, show they would always make them really funny and you were just like who's dying this way but it was always people being pricks too it was like people being just complete assholes and it's like hilarious to me like the, <laughs> it's so stupid yo i gotta i have jury duty this friday really about what what's the case no case yet i'm being assigned oh okay hopefully yes. i don't get assigned yeah i i haven't nah i don't do jury duty because mm. it's i mean first of all who am i to judge i'm not god second of all i don't i don't really want to do it <laughs> I don't have the time. Got jobs. Got lives. Here, I got I got another one. If if you guys really want this to be a woke ass episode, remember Gary Webb. In nineteen ninety six, Gary exposed how the CIA hired drug traffickers to sell massive amounts of cocaine in the United States in order to raise untraceable funds to finance a terrorist organization who were trying to overthrow the Nicaraguan government these massive mm. shipments of cocaine ultimately sparked the crack epidemic that decimated inner cities during the 90s as a result mainstream media vilified gary webb and destroyed his career which also destroyed his marriage but he refused to back down in 2004 he was found dead with two bullet wounds to his head his death was ruled a suicide this man literally lost Oof. everything to give us a glimpse of the truth don't let his memory or, or what he stood for fade remember gary webb See, it's like shit like that. When you read stuff like that, you're like, damn, bro. And people post that on Reddit. Like, that's yeah. not like me. That's not like me just looking for that. I just jumped on Reddit and right. someone was like, hey, boom, here's some information. Someone in the world was like, I have to share this because I, the world needs to know. And so the the government or our, our, our business is designed to basically go in and clean up other shit or, you know, overthrow. And that's that's really kind of crazy. <laughs> that's that why we is. put so much money into our military because we're like we're basically hired mercenaries in a sense yeah you know we but make a lot of enemies too we make a lot of enemies and then we we like to give away a lot of our money that's why donald trump was like y'all we got to stop giving away our money like collateral we, damage wait like I, I understand it's funny because we literally have foreign aid where we just give countries money and i'm just like what do we get back are we just giving we're just literally giving the money okay uh, okay but that's coming out of taxpayer you know money so it's like nobody's running by that bias, right? Like nobody's coming up to you and being like, Hey, are you trying to fund Argentina? It's like, yes, I want to help those people. But like you, nobody ever tells us where the money's really going. You know, you can go look it up, but you should get a letter in the mail telling you like, Hey, this is the yearly budget for the government. Right. Why doesn't that happen? Why aren't we being specifically told and specifically informed on how our money is being used? That's the real fucking like that should be a fucking plan right there. Yeah. I should be getting a piece of mail that's telling me, here's the here's the yearly budget. This is how much money is paying interest. This is how much money is and I know we did a chart of it when I was younger, because we did it in a government class, but I had we had to go look it up. But I'm saying the government should just naturally do that, especially if we're paying taxes, especially during tax season. 
companies like TurboTax should do that naturally. They should be like, hey, by the way, this is where all this this is how much taxes we collected this year from all the United States citizens. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous how we're not informed on so many things yet we're informed on so so many other things. You know? Right. <sighs> well, that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. I feel I'm, <laughs> I'm like <sighs> I feel good. I feel good. Um, is there anything else you you wish to talk about, my friend? Honestly, man, I think we pretty much covered it. We got we got 2020 off to a great start. Oh, dude, it's been day. fantastic. This was a good episode. I feel like like we said, there's not we're it's kind of been calm aside from that um, Iran stuff, but you know we're now we're dealing with the impeachment. So now that's what America's focused on, and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. So hopefully, you guys are having a great day and you're enjoying your life, whatever it is you guys are doing, and we enjoy you guys and we appreciate you guys for listening and yeah. if you want go and you know follow us on clear the haze on instagram go Mess and subscribe on podbean we're or, everywhere and, and you know po- apple Podcasts and spotify yes go yes. to our website you know if you want to support us on patreon we're going to start doing more stuff so yeah. you guys can help us out with make that make us number one make us number one on patreon um and i mean if you guys want to support by all means help us out it's yeah, always yeah, nice yeah. Um, to get support from other people. We love doing this show, yeah. and we want to bring awesome guests this season as well. Some, um, some dope guests, and do some more episodes where it's just me and Willie because it's always just fun that way as yeah. well. Um, and that, you guys always know that's how it started. That's how it ends. Exactly. That's how it started. That's how it ends. That's how we go. So season four is lit. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be huge. Yes. We're gonna get some big people. Um, you guys email us at let's clear the haze at gmail.com. Yes, let send us, us know. you know, requests, send cool. us info, send us questions, questions, if you just want to talk, stories, you need advice, whatever. Season don't forget, four, that's how Sarah Lightman came on. Sarah Lightman season, came so. on the show, yeah, exactly. A lot of people listened to that episode. It was great to hear from her, too. She it had was. such a unique perspective. So, Fantastic. if you guys want to come on the show, Let's clear the haze at gmail.com. If you live in LA, hit us up. We're yes. always down to collaborate. We're always down to just put you on an awesome platform and talk to you about your life, hear yes. your perspective. Yes. So we appreciate y'all. We'll catch you guys on episode two. We'll see who we get. Or it might just be me and Willie again. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's our show, so we get to do whatever we want. Whatever. Well, all right. Well, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Adios. Peace.